Hey there, hi there, welcome to the show of Mega Podcast 2K, the hottest pod in Atlanta, Georgia. My name's Seth, I'm sitting here with Dana. How's it going? It's t- would be nicer if it wasn't raining, but other than that, it's a wonderful day Y'all in the stew. Y'all can see it through the window. It's a wonderful day in the stew. The rain is falling, um, you know, wear your Gore-Tex, your umbrellas. Your Patagonia. Your Patagucci. <laughs> Whatever it is, welcome. <clears throat> I'm back from Lafayette, Louisiana. Belly full of crawfish. For real? Yeah, bro. It's I, didn't know I didn't know. It's, it's crawfish season. I'm real bad at uh, opening them, though, or mm-hmm. eating. I'm slow. All my parents, all my, I have like five parents. They uh, put me to shame. Mm. My parents have sister wives and whatnot. Y'all may not know that about me. Anyway, I had a good time. I went watch old UL Lafayette play uh, baseball. Mm-hmm. I was behind home plate. Shit was tight that we beat Louisiana Tech. Uh, other than that, nothing crazy. One thing, though, is on Delta, I was trying to watch a show that we're going to get into, Beef. I was, I was so into it, I was trying to watch it on the plane. So I paid for the Wi-Fi. For the first time ever. Mm-hmm. Where'd and you fly? First class or coach? Coach? I don't even think it, it, what is it? economy. Is it, okay, it's called economy, by the way. Oh. Yeah, don't disrespect. <laughs> coach is old school. Yeah, well, economy is kind of, that's a nice seat, though, right? That's in like mm-hmm. in the middle? No, it's the back, oh. by the bathroom. I was trying to make it sound good. Yeah, it's, try- <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't care. I know you don't care. I was just. You know, guessing yeah. where the seats were at. By the I, guess, I guess the good Wi-Fi is in the front because yeah. I paid for Wi-Fi, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And the Wi-Fi was so bad, you couldn't even use Instagram. So Are you not like, supposed to be on your phone like that? No, you can be on airplane mode, but airplane mode, you use Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. It's like says on the, if you look up, it's like Wi-Fi, you know? So I was like, oh, sick. I can watch beef. 10 bucks, you know, sure. That would be great. Make this... Flight bugs. Yeah, and then it didn't work. Yeah. I don't think I'm I got bamboozled by Delta. I want my money back. That's why you have Apple and you have movies downloaded on your devices. So you can just watch them. Yeah, I know. Well, lesson learned. I was desperate. That's how much I like the show. Is I that? have nothing but like four swipe movies on my shit. So when I'm on the plane or just driving, I'm not like swindled into like I had, paying $10. Uh, I had Don't Look Up. As my other option. I was like, I don't want to watch yeah. that. I think I have Jurassic World, Kingsman 1 and 2, Umbach. Oh. Reverend, reverence. Okay, that's solid. I think, and I have some uh, uh, Deadpool. Okay. Those no, are, I think those are the only ones I can think off my Apple movie right now that I can think of. That's an eclectic blend. It's just like. You know, anywhere from power threes to regular three swipes. They can only make it on your Apple movie type of list. You know, you can't have like one swipes and two swipes up there. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Especially you got to pay for them too. So you want the good ones. Yeah. Well, I have, I buy movies all the time. I just Mm -hmm. don't download. I I now, I've learned my lesson. I've learned my lesson. Mm -hmm. Also on the way there, really bad plane etiquette on the way there. Um 
the guy next to me was just giving like a speech in his head the whole time. He was just like, and I'm miming, you won't be able to hear this, but he's like. Right next to you? Yes. On this tiny plane. And it was, it was, um, give me anxiety. Cause I'm like, what are you doing, bro? <clears throat> you know, like I was trying to sleep and they were just like hands moving. He was, a he was preparing for some kind of speech. And then he was, we're in the back. Like I said, as soon as we landed, he was the guy who like stands up, you know, I'm like, I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> That's why when I went to California two years or last year, two years, I don't know, last year. Yeah. And when I was in the back, it was the worst experience ever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it wasn't that bad. For but, me, for me personally, yeah. last aboard, I didn't know the yes. boarding trick where you just can ride. I, someone told me it was like my homeboy I picked up from the airport. Shout out uh, Matt Goins, who doesn't listen to this pod, but he's like, uh, <laughs> he's like, yeah, man, when, when they call board, you know, first, whatever, I just go with that. You know, they don't ever check the. Yes, they do. Well, he's. For his experience, he the, just rolled up yeah. in there. He was like, yeah, I just rolled. <laughs> they even, even more that it's true, because when I boarded to Venice, there was someone already in the back sitting in the seat where I was sitting in. I'm like, if I was the board last, how are you already back here? They must have. Usually it's like veterans, old people. No, he was tattooed up. A veteran. Like, Could have been a vet. He was like my age. People your age went to war. Nah, this dude was he like he worked in the tattoo shot skateboard. He was not a veteran, bro. Let me just get okay. this out of here. Right, I, I knew him? he wasn't. I know he wasn't. I knew he wasn't. You should have said thank you for your service. Nah, hell no. Nah, because I know he wasn't. But the fact of the matter is, is that he was already in the back part way ahead and he wasn't even supposed to be on there that early. So if you're listening to the pod, this is a tip. When they say board, just no, go ahead and roll up up no. there. They don't really check. No, you can those just people, go right in. Those people make the boarding process a pain in the ass because they get in line and they create a huge line, and then half of them get kicked out, and it's just a waste of time. And then we all leave later. Uh-huh. But and then, but here's the other thing I just remembered because mm-hmm. I was like, "What is going on?" Like we're flying into Lafayette, and there's mm-hmm. no layovers in Lafayette. Like that is your destination. Yeah, you know, it's not Atlanta Airport. Atlanta Airport people are rushing yeah. off. So I was like, I wasn't like in the back. I was joking. I was like in the middle. I mean, it's economy still. But the people behind were just like not letting me off. They were just kept, you're supposed to wait like Mm -hmm. row by row. And it's like, what's the rush? You're in Lafayette. Like, I mean, Mm -hmm. you're here, you know? And yeah, I'm like, what is up with this fucking etiquette? I don't know. A bunch of fucking amateurs, Mm -hmm. bunch of pedestrians. Anyway, whatever. I was watching the news and this dude was on a plane. We're talking about planes and, uh. He had to be first class, obviously, because he was watching The Office, uh-huh. and he was watching it right next to Dwight. Oh, uh, Rain Wilson. Yeah, yeah and he was like, "Yeah." I'm like, well, he had his mask on, so I'm sure that's kind of hard to tell who he was with his mask on. I was and first of, of all, why you- I'm like, I would have been like, hey, man, I would have pulled it down and been like, that's a good episode. Or, you know, I would have teased him or something. I would have waited till the end. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But the dude was just grubbing. He was just like yeah. eating that. It was just like, and I was looking at my wife like, that's, that's first class. See that? Yeah. Leg room? The TV? Wide screen? Like, chill. when I'm on a plane, though, don't talk to me, my neighbor, you know? Well, obviously, that dude wasn't talking to him. Yeah, he was yeah. too busy watching The Office and yeah. just eating his food. Yeah. Obviously, he was not paying attention. Right. But when I sat down yeah. on coming back, there was a guy, the guy next to me. He was like, hey, and like gave me like a real like big greeting when he sat down. And I was like, I was like, hmm. I mean, I don't yeah, mind. Like, if you're going to be cordial and say hi, that's good. No, I don't I mind know, with but, that. But don't carry on a conversation. Right. Though. But I was yeah. like trying to give off 
don't fucking this one dude was sitting with like these high school girls that were in uh, coming to Atlanta for like a swimming competition and he was he that was in the wrong sus. seat right and he was just talking to these girls just like yeah I used to swim when I was yeah. in college I'm like bro you were talking to these girls that are like twice your age about swimming yeah they're like not interested and then the uh one of those other swim girls coming there was like ah oh, yeah I think you're in my seat he wasn't even in the right seat yeah exactly it's fucking <laughs> a pest a plague on society <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Let's do better, America. Let's get into this bitch. A plague on your houses. Uh, first up, we have Windfall. This is on Netflix, yeah? This is on Netflix. Came out in 2022. It's an hour and 32 minutes. It falls right up my alley. A man breaks into a tech billionaire's empty vacation home. But things go sideways when an arrogant Mongol and his wife arrives at the last minute and he tries to get away. So starring my guy, Jason Siegel, coming off the fresh series off HBO Max called Shrinking. No, it's on Apple. Is it? Mm-hmm. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. I was given a nice spill and you were like, even though I messed it up, now I got to start over. Coming <laughs> off a fresh, hot series show called Shrinking on Apple TV, he Hell is yeah. in this new movie called Windfall. And it has an eclectic uh, cast, Lily Collins. I don't know much about her. She played the wife um, of the billionaire tech. I'm looking up what film she's been in. Emily in Paris, Love It Rosie. That's a big one. Emily uh, in Paris is a big one with the basic white women. The Mortal Instruments. I never watched that movie. Was that good? It was horrible. Okay. Oh, is she the star of that? I she wonder? was married to uh, Jesse Plemons. Which is the CEO tech of yeah. the the guy uh, who Jason Siegel's house he breaks into, and they're like vacation home is on like an orange farm, which is kind of nice. Yeah. Like they have a vacation house on an orange farm, so Jason Siegel starts off as just like yeah, <laughs> just like you don't even know if he's working for this guy because this guy's like a tech mongol, you yeah. know. So Jason's like in his house, just like going through it and just yeah. like just aimlessly walking through. <clears throat> Nothing crazy either, like, you know, like, he's just... Sounds lovely. Yeah, it's just, like, enjoying a rich person's house. It honestly seems like he's literally wanting to see what it feels like to be in a rich person's Uh house, how it starts off. So he's just, like, going through, he's finding some money and stuff. He's like, ooh, nice, Rolexes, takes a Rolex. And uh, so the couple comes home, and he's, like, of course, trying to get away. And, you know, they just break, you know, come into the house, and he's, like, the wife, Lily, is, like, Checking this one room, and as he's trying to open the door, sees him. Now, of course, he accommodates the two in the house. Um, he ends up finding a certain. Well, I'm not going to tell you the whole thing. Not yeah. going to be big yeah, spoiler yeah, today, summary. but um, <laughs> big spoiler. Yeah. Love um, it. So he's ends up staying with these two. It turns up worse. It's one of those things. Like, have you ever seen raw you? U-turn or wrong turn I told yeah, you to watch. Yeah, yeah. So it's like that. I just one bad thing happens, another yeah. starts to pitfall for Jason yeah. Siegel while he's in this house. Yeah. So he locks him up uh in like a sauna. Yeah. <laughs> of course, it's does it's not on. He's just like he tries to like block it off. He's like, count to a hundred and I'll be gone. Um obviously they get out of the sauna because it's just like chairs and stun of it. But it's just stupid comedy almost, yeah. but it, it's still serious at the same time. Yeah. Dark comedy. He goes, he leaves, goes back to his car and he sees like, there's like this camera wooded into the tree and he's like, damn it. Yeah. So he has to go back 
and then so it goes from there. I'll let you, you know stop okay. there. So obviously they get out Wait, the sauna. So the camera is what? It's just a he didn't he see a caught? camera. Yeah, he like parked on the road. Yeah, yeah. like far uh, from the house, and he gets back. You know, he puts him in the sauna. He's like, get out, count to one hundred. I'll be gone. So he realizes that he's the, he's on camera and yeah. he's fucked. So he needs to he has to go him. back. Yeah. Okay. And it's funny because he has to chase them again. He gets them, but it's funny how everything escalates. Yeah. You know, it's it's like a loose funny, hostage uh, It's background story on the wife because the CEO, he's like a tech billionaire. Of course, he doesn't care. He's like, bro, I'll give you what you want. Yeah. Can you compare this to any other movie? And that's what's so hard because I was trying to do yeah, that. And I haven't seen something where yeah. someone breaks in someone's house and this happens. It feels very... That's why I'm trying to hopefully you might. What's it, uh, The only... There's a movie, but it does not seem exactly the same. But have you ever seen Funny Games? Yes. It kind of gives me Funny Games vibes. Yeah. But less... But he's like... Jason Segel's like this blue-collar guy. Yeah, he's you more... Know, like, it doesn't seem like his intentions are that bad. Maybe. But things happen. Yeah. Okay. I mean, look, on that, I'm I'm interested. Right. You know, Things happen. I really... Am on uh, riding the uh, James James Jason Siegel train right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm on his jock. And then, like I say, uh, I'm gonna try to get this right. Jesse Plemons plays the CEO, rich. Yeah, he thinks everybody is out to get him for a dollar. He works hard. No one works hard. You know how millionaires think? Yeah. Or he's probably you know, a billionaire. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. billionaire. Yeah. So he's like, you know. Giving him shit. He's like, you just yeah. want a piece of, you know, I yeah. worked hard for this. You know, Jason Siegel's perspective is, I just wanted to come see if you were a normal person. Yeah. You, you know, like. you're a human being. And that's, I'm like, and he's flabbergasted about how the CEO acts. Yeah. He actually has more in common with his CEO wife. Huh. And so the wife, the CEO is trying to tech, is trying to like get closer to Jason Siegel. He seems to like. Yeah, you know, he uh, might have some insights into. Well, because the wife used to work at a non-health, you know. Yeah, she used to work, so she kind of understands that type. She wasn't born with a silver spoon in her mouth, but he, she met him, and then you know, so. Okay. But Jason Siegel kind of exposes, like, okay, he's like, he's, all right, all right. No, but I'm not giving anything away. I'm just like, whoa, you know, whoa, Nelly. platforms here, okay, you know, okay. he, and it makes you seem like he's a psychologist, but he's not. It's like yeah. someone coming from the uh, middle class breaking down something to people that are on a higher pedestal yeah. and being like, this is not how it works. It's a peasant showing up on the king's doorstep. Right. And it's just funny how things escalate. It gets. Okay. Ah, okay. Well, let's wipe it's, it, it up. It's, it's, let's wipe it's, it's it up. a power three. Power three. It's a oh, power three. Yeah. It's a power three because it go. It takes you on too many. It takes you on a lot of levels. Yeah, and you don't. You everything you think is going to happen doesn't happen. Okay. It, and Jason Siegel, I've never seen him in this role either, yeah. where it's kind of serious. Yeah, and not saying he can't play serious. I love forgetting Sarah Marshall's probably my favorite Jason. I know it's probably lame to say that. No, it's but a he's great movie. funny as shit in that movie. I'm talking about hilarious. And ever since I saw that movie, he's all in How I Met Your Mother. I knew he was somewhat yeah. of a, like a comedian slash like sitcom can get a good laugh out of you, you know. Um, and he was in the series with uh, Bruce Willis. I can't remember that um, the movie um, where he was like. No, that was Matthew Perry. I'm sorry. But he has the Matthew Perry vibe, right? Can can I get that? that. Like how they both have that like witty comedy, comedy, you know? 
But this windfall is like serious. Okay. Like serious. I'll check it out. Okay, so there's this movie that I saw with him and um, Jesse Eisenberg. It's called uh, The End of the Tour. And mm-hmm. it's about the guy who wrote Gravity's Rainbow. What's his name? Uh, David Foster Wallace. He's like a famous uh, author that wrote like some crazy shit in the 90s. Um, okay. And he plays David Foster Wallace and it's it's really good. I I recommend that one. Um, so he can do, he has a range. Okay. See, so the director of this, which his name is Charlie McDowell, he also did On the Line, The King Richard, which I think was like, not the one with Will Smith, but. He also did the the one I love, which came out in 2014. It seems like he does a lot of like love slash like relationship type of movies. Yeah, it looks like. Um, but this one isn't yeah. a love. It has you think it has something to do with it, but it's completely yeah. opposite. Like I said, it throws you from like loops. It's it's comparison into like intrusion. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. It's pretty good. Um. It's a must watch. Do not skip. Hour okay. 32 minutes. Jason Siegel, top. I mean, Jesse Plemons. I mean, you, Jesse Plemons and Jason Siegel are like pretty good actors. Like, yeah. you're not going to go wrong with watching any of these guys. Oh, definitely. At all. Go go uh, blow for blow. Um, and it's on Netflix. Like, I yeah. mean. <clears throat> Why not? It's a 5.7 on IMDb, okay. which is like in the middle. Uh, Rotten Tomato has 59%. Okay. Which is like in the middle. Like I said, it's not everybody. It's like an abstract. Like you would see this at the Sundance Festival or something like that. Yeah, for sure. On some type of independent film. It's a drama. It's like one of those things. You're watching a drama. Yeah. But it's also a dark comedy. Yeah. At the same time. Okay. So. All right. Check it out. (laughs) And Lily Collins looks like Lily from AT&T, which is kind of crazy. (laughs) Um. Next up, this is a segment we like to call Seth Watches What Dana Watches. I watched Waco, an American apocalypse, I believe. Is what was it called? worth every bit of the rating? You got to do the. Did you? You got to do the reverb. You didn't even do the reverb or like the delay like you usually do. You didn't do your. This Dana Watch, Seth, you know, your whole little intro, okay. you know, you do a good job On of that. On this segment of Seth Watches What Dana Watches. That's better. Yeah. Starring. Yeah. Yeah. Seth. That's good. And Dana. Yeah. Give okay. yourself a round of applause on that one. That's like coming into the show. Like, yo, hey, welcome to Seth Watches with Dana and Watches on a new episode today. It is a bright day here in sunny California. And we're on a new set of Mega Seth Watches with Dana and Watches. No, this is a different show. We're segmenting. This is a new one. Our alter ego show. Okay. Now get into it. Let's go. Uh, I watched this fantastic documentary, mm-hmm. uh, and I think you swiped it pretty high. I, I did. Remember. Was it four swipes? I'm going to say I was. I almost want to say I gave it power swipes. I'm going to give mistaken. it a four just to get that out the way. Mm-hmm. One thing that I. So I've listened to podcasts, just one last podcast on the left did um, the Branch Davidian. Mm hmm. Uh, David Koresh. I'm not Waco. mistaken. You said you watched the HBO on series, or I think you said on Waco or something like that. There was uh, some a, form of there was a um, a televised yeah. version of it, uh, or like a, where they acted. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay. it was like um, historical fiction, mm-hmm. like a dramatic interpretation, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I watched that, and I wasn't feeling it. Um, but the one thing to me about this 
a documentary that I think is sets it apart from everything else was the layout. I think they like use CGI to mm-hmm. like recreate the map of the compound mm-hmm. and how like the police moved in and all that stuff. And to me, that gave me more of a, a better sense of how insane the situation was. Cause like you can kind of see where they're hiding inside the house mm-hmm. and it just kind of, uh, Put it in perspective a little more because it was a huge ass compound. No, the the found the comp like uh, lake. Yeah, <laughs> it was like a it was like a was raid huge. of like a yeah, and there were, I mean, the fifty caliber rifle. You know, I I can envision I play video games, but when mm-hmm. you actually see it, you know, and you see it coming out of the mm-hmm. window and all that, that stuff, was crazy. It's fucking insane because that's armor piercing mm-hmm. rounds. Um, and then I. Other than that, yeah, it was it was show you the gun high, hole how he got quality. shot. He showed him showing you the bullet hole how yeah. David Koresh actually got hit. Yeah, that was crazy. And that's the other thing is I've I've heard I knew he was wounded from podcasts and stuff, but like yeah, you see him, you see the whole it went in and out. Yeah, and he's so relaxed. Yeah, um, and just kids just talking to him had the kids just God. that was that was hard to watch. Oh, and also um, the psyops that that killed me when mm-hmm. um, they were blasting like animal noises and the they played all that hook. Mm-hmm. remember i was saying you were like i don't know that's a scene you i was like bro it they were pretty yeah. cruel to these and like they would stomp they trampled their cars oh yeah like, that was just insane like there's like who does they're trying to provoke them yeah they were trying to i was trying to get that out of, i was trying to tell you that yeah. like, bro the, they fucked this up and there was the the problem was is like okay yes that's crazy but I get there's some tactics there, to, yeah. you know, but there's children inside. And I the think main that, thing. that's really right. what it came down to. Because it was like 88 people died. And then I forgot how many of them were children. It was a, like a lot. a lot of them were yeah. children. Um, So it was tragic. Um, And then also like I when every time I, I didn't realize it was like M1 Abram tanks, mm. like war machines they ran I thought right it was like swat house. tanks you thought i was playing they no. ran right into the yeah. house right yeah <laughs> well, and then when the guy like, like <laughs> one of the one of like the the people it. in charge for the uh the atf mm-hmm. or it's like the cops are they had fbi know. was is doing the negotiation and then they had the fbi snipers yeah and they then, had two different people wanted one wanted the snipers wanted to take him out yeah the people were trying to talk to him. No, to get him but out when, of the they, house. when they get the tanks in, and it's like one of the heads is like, "Yeah, we could drive that tank from one end all, all the way." And then the the guy's like, "Why are you even thinking about that? You know why?" And what, they did it. Yeah, why would you? But it's like, <laughs> why? Why is that even crossing? And your when mind? they did that, they ran out of all their cars in the process. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, the remember the musician, the big guy? He was like. Yo, that's my car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like they ran over my car. Yeah, he's like they ran over my Camaro, or whatever. <laughs> but the other thing too was um, the poor uh, daughter who got released, mm-hmm. and um, that was really tragic because uh, you got to hear the phone call her last time With ever. Her dad, her dad, her dad. She got to hear he was, her little voice, and he was faint, like he was about to die. Yeah, because remember he said he was sitting in the chair with yeah, the bullet, wound, yeah. just like Dunzo, and like so you get to see this woman like listen to the last words of her dad which was very heavy mm-hmm. i mean it was a, it was horrible uh and the other standout thing was the sniper and we kind of talked about in pre-pro he was when on one <laughs> there's, he there's was a on sniper one. in here ooh, ooh, that man seen some shit he was hype yeah i mean through every and his eyeballs were like this <laughs> yeah, through everything guy, it was hype that guy has seen some shit it was like he was still living that shit 
Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's how energetic he gave but he, it. He makes this funny statement or like this very poignant statement where the whole place is up in flames and I'm talking an inferno. It is too. And he, they all describe it as like hell on earth. Cause there's like bodies everywhere, fire, tear gas. Yeah. And the whole place is on fire and he's talking to his other sniper. And then a bullet whizzes past uh, their heads, like right in between them. And so he makes this statement where he's saying like this person, while the whole place is on fire, it's coming to an end he still chose in his last seconds on earth to try to get a shot off and take one of us out. Mm -hmm. And he's like, that's commitment. (laughs) And he's like, it's almost like he respected the guy trying to kill him. I think he did. Yeah. It's like, cause he would probably do the same. Mm -hmm. Like he would probably just sit there and be like, fuck it. You know, Mm -hmm. like you would think maybe at some point, um, somebody, you would have a quote unquote, come to Jesus moment and be like, you know what? I, like, I don't need to take somebody out, you know. But mm-hmm. the thing was, they thought David Koresh was Jesus, mm-hmm. and they thought, you know, they're basically like jihadists. How he, how he separated all the wives from their husbands. Yeah. He pretty much had sex with all of them. Yes. <laughs> and that's what happened to the poor little girl is her Jeez. her mom just yeah. left. Mm-hmm. She was like, why would you allow that? Yeah. So, very oh, good. Another one is when the sniper guy, another good story, I think better than that is when he said... uh I see this dude right here in the window smoking a cigarette. Yeah. I know I can shoot him about a football yard out. Yeah. I'm good about 300. Yeah. I take him out right now. I was like, dude, I kind of like that part when he was like hype. Like, he was like, I'll take him out right now. Yeah. He was like, I got this dude right in my sight because, you know, that 50 cal, they were exposed. Like, yeah. that dude could have just started shooting that 50 cal and killed the snipers. Like, yeah. there's no protection. They even said it. They were like, he said dude, his point right like if they start shooting us, we're fucked. You know, yeah. so like, that was true. Uh, he had every right to be like, yeah, let's take these dudes out yeah. while the other FBI guys are trying to negotiate. And then David Koresh is like, there's no guy out the window with a 50 right. cal. What are you talking about? And then that 50 cal <laughs> comes out the window and later. It, it like, closes. Yeah, like yeah. They, they literally had a compound. It was like a, a fort. Mm-hmm. you know. But I highly recommend this. We talked about it last week, but that, it's a great. Uh, it's three episodes. That I wish it was two, honestly. It's long. It's long, but it was. It's worth it, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah. It, I I'm talking really, about that footage is real. I would love, and I think they may have done this, but the Jim Jones one. Somebody else did one, mm-hmm. but Jim Jones is like my favorite cult mm-hmm. leader. I know that sounds ridiculous, but uh, that one's just so interesting, and I would love to see something, especially if they have survivors, because mm-hmm. that shit's crazy. But uh, let's get, let's move it on. <laughs> Sure. Uh, briefly, I just wanted to bring up Sicario um, because I've been watching all his Taylor Sheridan stuff. I watched it when I was in Lafayette. It's very good, but I will say, um, having seen all these Taylor Sheridan shows, it almost like took away from it. But it's cool to see. Um, I mean, Taylor Sheridan is a guy who does uh, Yellowstone, Mayor Kingstown, Tulsa King. And all the other 1883, all the spinoffs of Yellowstone. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's cool because you can kind of see his writing and like there is a pattern to like what he does. And if you ever get a chance, watch Sicario. That's a Force White. That shit, um, Benicio del Toro is my a guy. Ooh, kill savage. that shit. Yeah. He got high Menasha shit. It's big spoiler. Man, that shit is not. Nah, hell sure. no. That shit big been spoiler. Out for so fucking long. Hell no. You should be ashamed <laughs> of yourself if you ain't seen that movie. But still. <laughs> No, nah, that they, doesn't happen in Sicario, by the way. That's yeah. in the sequel. Man, y'all should y'all uh, late, bro. Well, next up we have Well Mania. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, Mania, another Netflix 2023 drop. You know what I'm saying? It's got 92 like percent on Google. It has a 6.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It has an 88% on Rotten Tomato. And it has a 4 out of 5 on Common Sense. Your boy knows how to pick up. Okay? Stop playing with me. Put some respect on my name. Okay, well, Mania. What the Uh, hell? Hey, I like it. I'm in with it. Um, Starring Celeste Barber. And this is a... All right, this Liv, it was her name in the show is Liv, Liv Barber. Or her name is Celeste Barber, but her name in the show is Liv. A human tornado is forced to rethink her life as a fast dive young philosophy after a young, after a major health scare. So she's like a food writer, but she doesn't take care of herself. She lives in New York and she goes back home to go see her family, which she lives in, I want to say Australia. Australia. And it's weird because she has a best friend that's Asian and she's Australian, but she speaks like Asian, but has an Australian accent. It's always weird to see cultural people in other areas, but then, you know. Well, they are right by Asia. Yeah. You know. But it's just, it was just kind of weird. It's like, man, she's speaking Asian, but then she's speaking, when she speaks regular English, Australian, she sounds like an Australian. When I was in Mexico City once, I met this Mexican guy and he had a British accent when he spoke English. And I was like, what the fuck? Right. Do you see what I'm saying? It's just weird. Yeah. Yeah. so she goes back home and she's like partying, loving New York life. And she got this deal where she could be a guest or be a judge on a food show as a writer. But all the, all the judges are writers and she's like a good writer. So she's like, oh, yeah, I'm hype. You know, she's, she's like, I get to come back to this deal. I'm going to go see my girlfriend for her wedding and I'm going to fly back for the show. And we're going to, you know, all in plan. So she goes back to Australia Australia. Uh, she sees like her family and this show's like again called Well Mania. So she goes back home. She's like I said, she's like she's like a party. She likes to just do her thing, you know what I mean? And uh she tries to go back to New York, but she ends up having like passes out at the airport. Like yeah. she's unhealthy. And I don't know if this is a thing in Australia, but she can't go back home until her health is right. I don't know if that's like an Australia thing. You can't fly unless, she, so she has to get her health back. Vitals. She has to like, cause her uh, blood pressure is like yeah. extremely low or bad. So they're like, you can't go back. I guess Australia won't let you fly back with certain health restrictions or something like that. Well, so probably cause of, it's going to be like a 13 hour flight, you know? So they ground her. Changes. Yeah. So she can't leave. She yeah. has to like get her health right. And yeah. so the whole time she needs to get back to the United States because she's about to be a judge. She's a bit, she's blowing up because she's a food writer yeah. critic and stuff like that. But she's dealing with issues back home, like a relationship with her mom, her brother, her best friend. So it's almost like she's fixing herself at home. She's losing weight, but she doesn't know it. She's And she's changing herself for the better to be a better person. Yeah. Because like she's coming from New York, living that wild, crazy life. She left home because it's not New York, right? Yeah. She left Australia to go chase the bigger dreams of New York. Yeah. But she's also, like, selfish. She doesn't think about her brother. Like, she doesn't talk to her mom that much. Her best friend, she came to her, her wedding. She kind of, like, got drunk. Just, like, you know that friend that's just, like, you love her, but yeah. is the party, but she can kind of do some kind of crazy things. You're, like, kind of embarrassed. But she realizes. I think I'm that friend. I don't know. I have been. <laughs> but she realizes her ways. So she's like, it's like she's trying to do better. Yeah. But in the process of doing better, she's getting her health better. But she can't go back until, so she keeps getting checked. She's like, yeah, yeah not yet. She keeps like doing the, her brother's like a workout. So she's like yeah. trying to help her brother re 
repair the relationship with her brother. And so it's, it's good. Sounds it's good. It's who it, is, who's in it? No one, you know, no one. No. It's like I said, Celeste Barber. She's not no one, you know, like the whole cast, I think is a full of cast that no one really knows. I think Netflix did a good job of collecting this cast. Like I'm literally going to turn my computer around and you can literally touch everybody. You don't know any of them. There's not, not one. Like, I don't know any of them, but they're, the whole cast is Liddy. Alexander Hodge, that guy looks familiar. I yeah, I haven't seen anybody in anything and been like, oh, yeah, I know this guy. Maybe the Asian girl, but that was the only one. But I didn't look her up enough to be like, look what she's in. No. But everybody else is like literally, I think, all casted by Netflix. And it's shot in Australia? Yeah. I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Australia because they both had the Australia. It's either New Zealand or Australia. I just, because they never, uh, I, I want to say Australia. I want to say Australia. Yeah, you weren't lying. I don't know anybody. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. But they're all perfect for the fit. Yeah, yeah. To have that high of rating all across the board, obviously the cast works to get well together. And it's another one of these episodes I have like two left. It's like 23 minutes, 26 yeah. minutes per oh, episode. Beautiful. So you know your boys. No, it, it looks cool. I, yeah. I see the little thumbnail. I like the presentation. I definitely, now that I'm through with what we're going to talk about next, um, it looks like something I'm gonna line like. Up. She's like, I want to like trying to explain her personality. Like I said, she came from New York, and, and <clears throat> like this one part of the episode, she's like <clears throat> in a club in Australia, and she's trying to she's doing drugs, and she's like, how much for a bag or whatever? And I guess whatever it was in New York, it was she was like in Australia, it was like way more. But this lady's rich, so yeah. it was like when she was hitting it, she was like, oh my gosh, like you know. So she just gets fucked up and does some crazy yeah. shit at her friend's. Is gonna win an award, and she invited her friend instead of her yeah, husband. Uh, it becomes a shit show. And then, yeah, so it's like that type of thing. But she starts to realize her ways, and she's like, damn, I'm not a good person. Yeah. So while she's fixing her health, she's trying to like mend these relationships. Yeah. So That's she great. can get back. It sounds so it's great. Like, it's just pretty good. And I'm going to give it, I haven't finished it, so I can't officially yeah, swipe it. I have okay, two okay. episodes but left. That's a must watch. It's definitely a must watch. All right. I think I'm in on that one too. Yeah. Well, man. Next up, we have a big one. I think this is a big one. Yeah. Um, beef. We, we talking beef. We're talking beef. What's beef? Got beef. Beef is when you got. Biggie Smalls. What's beef? I don't know. I mean, I've heard it, but I, yeah. I can't. I got nothing for you. Buddy. It's okay. I was hoping you would finish me. I know. You know I'm like, sorry. Okay, I'm sorry, sorry, bro. sorry man. Okay, I failed sorry. you. Sorry. As a pod partner. <laughs> yeah. Well, but let's. Ali Wong. I did a review on her standup. Yeah. And that's when I first saw this uh, amazing actress and comedian. Well, has she acted in anything? <clears throat> it yeah. always be my always, always be, be my, my maybe. maybe oh she is um that. no that's a big one though tuca and bertie i don't even know what that is she no she's a stand-up all of her tv shows yeah and stand-up it seems like she, big mouth i'm not gonna lie she definitely looks like she's on and i i know this is body birds shaming. of prey i know this is body shaming oh really so she's been doing her thing but she looks like she's on ozempic you know how like she see how skinny she is. She was super skinny, but you know what? I think she's hot still. She's a panty dropper. Oh, I like mean, in the whole I mean, episodes, I thought she was, especially when she cut her hair. Woo! I like that Splash. cut. Yeah, <laughs> I like the cut. I like the cut. You me know? too. Me too. I, I like uh, the cut. No, I I loved looking at her the whole time. Yes, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, and she kept like looking up. They do the shot where she's like yes. looking up. 
with her big glasses. Mm-hmm. No, she's her a, glasses were fire yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like the style that she was just. Was she like, had like that monotone Kanye mm-hmm, looking color mm-hmm. where it was just always beige or like yeah, never like bright. Yeah, you know which yeah, which was which was kind of her being mm-hmm. okay. So we're we got to watch for spoilers because this one's hot. This it's one's hot. hot in the streets. Hot, and we want everybody to watch this one. I think we both agree that it was fucking good. We finished it pretty quick. Yeah. A hundred percent on Rotten Tomato. I mean, it's, <laughs> I gotta say, I can't think of a sh- new show. Last of us included, mm-hmm. you know, that, um, grew, you know, so there's this big thing. I think that I often say on the podcast and it's usually the second to last episode in the finale mm-hmm. usually let us down. There was no letdowns in these. No, this Not was a like one. kept just, going up. Yeah, it every episode ramped up, ramped up, ramped. It, I don't even know if it's going to be another. And if I'd be fine if it doesn't, because of the way it happened. Yeah, I'd be telling you, like yeah. that's how good it was. Yeah. Usually, I'd be like, "Why did well, I don't want another? I don't want another." So I did my little bit of research. I don't want to know. Is it, it? There will most likely be a sequel. I was almost being content that it, the way it yeah. ended, it was so perfect. Well, I know, I know, I know that but, I wouldn't want another one. But I do agree. I don't let's not let's just let's just give um an adjective. Can we give a round of applause to Steven, our guy Steven from you? Uh, Walking Dead? Let's Dude, go. Let's go. You know what's crazy is like I see some of myself in him mm-hmm. and I also know people like him. Mm-hmm. Like I know some people just like him. Mm-hmm. And it's like man, he's good. He is so transformative. He yeah. can just play I mean and he was not likable at all. I mean Not in the very beginning. Oh, yeah, right. But, like, I mean, just mistake after mistake after mi- He had so many opportunities to fix his well, life. I think you can see a lot of his character in a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. why this show is so good. Because everybody goes to where it's Well, same as Ali Wong yeah, as well. Yeah, where you're like, or damn, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? Every time yeah. you turn around, yeah. shit. Yeah. Like, you can't catch your break. There's always something. Yeah, there's just always a something. Seat belt. Yeah. It's just, and that happens to me. Me too, and I'm like, ah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So like it just touches on a lot of perspectives and a lot from having money to not having money yeah. to being middle class to being low yeah. class to being high class. It's just it's like when that's what was cool about it was the balance of it. Mm-hmm. It was almost like a Neo and Mr. Smith type mm-hmm. situation where it's like they're the same but on different economic it almost remind scales. You know, one's what, poor, one's super wealthy, yeah, but they're both the same amount of unhappy but both don't realize they work hard yeah but i think this show like you said i'm gonna ride with you on that i don't think i've ever seen a show where right now we were talking pre-pro like a lot of these shows are culturally based like mo ronnie yes yes. and i like mo put me on where it was like damn i'm learning all this about you know palestines Mm -hmm. i'm like this is great i love how cultural shows are giving me this right and now this one comes up and it's about koreans you know like and it makes you appreciate yeah, that stuff. It's like, man, these shows make you appreciate and these funny cultures. References about the riots and all that in L.A. Right? And, yeah, yeah. It's just, and yeah. then you get to see the parts of California. Like I yeah. was doing that documentary on the Bling heist or whatever, yeah, right? Bling and Bling. I was talking about Calabasas, and yeah, yeah, parts yeah. of California, yeah, yeah. you know, and all these places where you need to do this Oxnard and make this type of money and, and OC, yeah. right? And you get to see all these places and. uh and the just the range of like distaste for Korean and Japanese, 
you get to see that. You're like, whoa, I didn't know that was a thing. You know, like yeah. I was like, oh, wow. You know, or I have a few friends that's Taiwanese, you know, it's Taiwan and, yeah. and, and China, you know, Chinese, you know, like that makes a culture where it's in Korean yeah. and, you know, how it's all in there. There's beef. And uh, I like the fact that I've never seen, I've seen Ali Wong stand up and, and I didn't know she was this good of an actress, you She's know, like incredible. I her mean. deliverance is like, you, you, you know how you're like, I don't like shows that make me feel awkward. This show kind of may put you in awkward feelings Very when you're watching it. Very uncomfortable. But you still watch it because you're like, I need to see what happens. Yeah, there's next. certain scenes where I'm like, don't do, please don't. I, I <laughs> yeah. can't and I was it. watching this thinking about you. I was like, Seth doesn't like watching uncomfortable yeah. things. And some of these things are like super uncomfortable. Especially, I think, what uh, Danny does, mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Yoon's character. I, mean, I think all the things they do are uncomfortable. Yeah. Like both like, of them. But, right. But he's like a super troll. You know, he's like a, um in your face troll. Like, yeah. He's going to like. Yeah put on a character and mm-hmm. get in people's lives and fucking ruin them. And then look, his brother, Paul, they bring in that new age perspective of millennials. Like, he, like they de- like this, you know, like this is yeah. what this is. And yeah. it gave you it. And it was like, his brother was our age. Like, you know, yeah. 2000, 2001. Yeah. Still technology. But Paul, his brother can tell grew up. Well, I think Paul is Gen Z. Gen Z, but yeah, yeah. you know, you know, he was, he, he knew he was, he was lit with the lingo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, as yeah. where his brother was kind of behind. Yeah. Not in it on and DMs, you crypto, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Go with crypto. Yeah. And it was just, his brother was out of touch yeah. with like what things were going now. Yeah. Like, so I like that aspect because I felt like that was kind of like, I mean, we're in both. We're in between that Gen Z and that millennial. We'll, we're still hooked to our phones. Yeah. I would have been looking at him. His brother, like, bro, what are you doing? Like, you know, that would have been me too on the phone. Like, you know, yeah. how he's on the DM and stuff. His oh, brother yeah. wasn't even, you know what I mean? Like, simple things like that he wasn't even doing, you know? Yeah. Like, they're that drastically apart from me, oh, yeah, each 100%. other, you know? And I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah. It you was, know? And the relationships between the cousin, the brother, the yeah. two brothers. I thought that was cool too. So, shout out um, to David Cho. Uh, David Cho is. An artist, I'm a big fan of his. He's a weirdo. He's just a weirdo. He had a show on Hulu or on FX called The Cho Show. And he's an amazing watercolorist. Anytime you saw those pictures yeah. at the beginning of the episodes mm-hmm. with the Godzilla music, yeah. that's David Cho. I love all the artwork right before the yeah. DC. He's done covers it. for DC, like Superman. He uh, reminds me of a skinnier version of Steve Aoki, the DJ. He's like a Steve Aoki's a skinny version of him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah David Chow a little thicker. Yeah, but, but you know, if you take if you slim down, that would be. Yeah. <laughs> but if you ever get a chance, uh, David Cho on YouTube, it's early Vice. This mm-hmm. is like early, early Vice. He hitchhiked across America. He hitchhiked from one side of America to the other, and then another time he did it from the top to bottom with no money. Mm-hmm. And he like begs on the side of the street. Like, um, he hops on trains and he does mm-hmm. it with his cousin and it's fascinating. Uh, and that's what got me into him. He also did a deal, uh, with Facebook a long time ago, like during kind of the first tech boom where he did a mural and they were going to either give him $20,000 or $20,000 worth of Facebook stock. And he took the stock mm-hmm. and held on to it. And so he, this is like in 2005. Mm-hmm. So he's super fucking rich yeah. off of that deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's like, you know, a Banksy type guy. He's a street artist, but uh, I love that he's like, I thought he did great. In yeah, his role. money aside, the dude can act his ass yeah, off. Yeah, he, he played 
an an eccentric character who had manic bipolar tendencies. Yeah, yeah. He literally be cool one yeah. second and, and then, go completely. Yeah. Remember that character from Ambulance? I was telling you how yeah. um just Jay Gyllenhaal did. Yeah, just like that. Same. Yeah. Thing can yeah. be like in the middle of a robbery. Yeah, you know, I was just looking, you know, and then crazy. That's how David Show was in this. Yeah. Can you go from being like, ah, oh, yeah, man, we bros, you know what I'm saying? We chilling, bro. What the is wrong with you? Yeah. Like there were scenes where I was like. Damn, if that was my relative or like, yeah. you know, and if family, how big part was family in this? Yeah. Oh, amazing. It, well, um, like sacrifices. One thing. Family was a big part one of the scene. Series. I just think the whole thing was just really well written. But one scene um, happens where, and then the, the brother's name is, by the way, Paul. Y- his name's, yeah, Paul, but Young Mazina. Oh, okay. That's his like real name. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Paul and Danny are very pissed at each other. They don't want to talk, but mm-hmm. they're still in the apartment. And then all of a sudden, uh, Danny just goes and shoots a shot in the mm-hmm. trash can. And then the brother, of course, makes a shot, mm-hmm. you know, and they're in separate rooms, but they're shooting in a trash can in the living room. And then all of a sudden they just start shooting around, shooting around. Then they started a dunk contest. And I'm like, that's brothers, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like one second you can hate each other or right. whatever. Or that's men, I yeah. think. How men, I think, handle things is we don't, you know, mm-hmm. but we we recover, right. you know, but we kind of don't, mm-hmm. you know. So it's like they butt heads, and then all of a sudden, like, we finally are just like, I can't take this anymore. Like, right. Let's just be friends again, mm-hmm. you know. Let's not talk about what happened. Then it's like, man, there's so much to break down. Then there, the cultural difference, like, you know, I find it's funny. I know you're Caucasian. You're actually half Mexican and a half white, but it's just like, you know, black people might say the man, right? And what did he say? The whole movie, man, he was like white women. White, white yeah, he's just like, now yeah. he stuck that in. I didn't know that was a big thing in Asia. Like Jewish people want to marry Jewish in their own yeah. girl, right? Find a Jewish girl, Jewish boy. Yeah, Koreans nice are Korean. this. I didn't know Koreans. Yeah. Were, and same thing in Mo. Remember, he wanted Indian her to marry like a Palestinian, you know, Muslims. like he was like, yeah, but still it was another thing to point yeah. out in the series, like, but the you know, he wasn't, it, he wasn't even, yeah, that's the irony <laughs> you see, man, I told you, man, that's that white thing. You know, I told yeah, him like, yeah, yeah. I told him white girls, man, it's just yeah. like, he wasn't yeah, it was completely wrong. <laughs> it was completely yeah. wrong. So it could have been culturally wrong though. Yeah, you know what I'm it, saying? It, it was I just so was funny. A, that, that was, was a point. point. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's bullshit, you know, but and the longest thing, I think it dates, I think there's more to that because you think about Hollywood and Asians, they oh, were yeah. stigmatized horribly. Oh, yeah. So, you know, I think that was a thing for him to be like, that's white culture, man. Don't, you know, we're in California or, you know, in the land of where, you know, don't listen to that the way they think. They got you out here doing this Mm -hmm. and doing that. And it was just funny because he was like, it wasn't even that. It was like. No, that's I'm this people (laughs) watch this show. If you I know you probably already have. If you listen to this pod, you're probably already going to watch a show like this. But this is like some of the best writing I've seen. I mean, I think Succession, I'm going to talk about it in a little bit. That's top tier writing. Mm-hmm. But this is so fresh. Yeah. This is original. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it, it kind of reminds me of Breaking Bad in a way. The way like things kind of escalate, mm-hmm. but they keep it somehow it still me of grounded in reality. The Kevin Hart 
or a series where we were in it, every time he made a decision, it just got uh, worse and yeah, worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's exactly what this but is. But that like. was not nearly as good of a Oh, writing. no, it wasn't. But it was on the same concept. Every time he did something, instead of coming out, yeah. which essentially is what they were doing, they kept pushing it back. That's what I loved about it. It was like, it got cool. There was yeah. like, all right, we're good. Okay, another thing. What about, you know, let's try to be more vague about it for spoiler reasons, but what about the supernatural stuff? Oh yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. The, what the visions mm-hmm. of what she would see, mm-hmm. like that shit was spooky. That's true. That was spooky. Yeah, that was. was. And that then was. also in Korean culture, um, or at least from the show movie The Wailing, mm-hmm. um, crows. Mm-hmm. crows. Oh yeah, are, I saw that. That was yeah. a big thing. Yeah, and crows are kind of like a. Uh, um, there's like crow demons and mm-hmm. shit like that, and I think I don't know exactly how to interpret the crows mm-hmm. that were like following. And there's a subreddit called Crow Bros. That's when you uh, feed a crow mm-hmm. and then it starts to be your friend. And he feeds a crow when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. You remember? Yeah. That's why you see crows all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it, the supernatural elements involved in it, yeah. that like, but it worked and it felt real. Right. You know, it the was struggle. How both of them struggled, oh, like yeah. family wise. When they take flashbacks at him, you're like, damn, this is horrible. Yeah. Or when the, the brother <laughs> the horrible. brother's like, I'm broke. He's like, I'm like, I can't do shit, bro. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. Stuck it up. Yeah. You robbing. Oh my gosh. It's just it, on so many levels, it was just hitting. Every time yeah. I thought I could just stop it and like let me take a break, I, I just kept going to the next. I literally watched it in one day. Damn. All of it. I watched like it. It was probably took me like three days. Because they ranged. It was like 40, 30. Yeah. You know, it wasn't, they were all, weren't all, they weren't long. None of them yeah. were over an hour. Um, you know, honorable mention, uh, Fumi, mm-hmm. uh, her name's Patty Yasuke, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yasutake, Yasutake, that's what it is. Patty, forgive me. Um, Fumi, she is the mother in law. Man, she said some deep ass shit mm-hmm. and she nailed it. Yeah, with she like, did. uh, you know, every life is all about like basically perception, how you see it, like nothing's objective. So, like, the truth is what you want it to what be. What you make it. Yeah. See. She's like, I still just spend money. Money. He was like, she was like, I don't My thing is, I couldn't tell if she was in the house that same time when that thing happened. Yeah. yeah. Because they made it seem like she was, but she, they never alluded to it. Yeah. At all. I think she was. I think, I think so too. Yeah. But they never showed like, oh, she was here when this yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah. They were just like, she's in the house. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, she knows. Yeah. Um, but she was great. And then she said another line about the husband being an anchor for mm-hmm, her mm-hmm. and that when without a ship, mm-hmm. he's just sitting alone at the bottom of the ocean. Right. And I was like, Oof. I like the husband too. He actually thought he was the funny was too. Fantastic. Apparently he's in Picard. I just looked okay. it up. Yeah. Yeah. I, th- I haven't watched Picard No, he, he nailed it. <laughs> Even the daughter was a good actress. I like this fits. Oh, he his fits were I know. next level. Oh, yeah, the brother too. The brother, yeah, the brother was, was yeah, yeah. The he champ, was champ. champ yeah, yeah. Oh, um, but uh, no, his fits yeah. were like he always had like droopy, like Japanese. Jack joggers yeah. with nice flops no. on. Shit's yeah. fire, bro. He was killer, and I loved that. Uh, one thing that to me is always cool is his dad like invented the. I forgot. The, oh yeah, the name yeah, of the chair. chair yeah, uh, but it's like this modern chair <laughs> with the butt cheeks, you know. And um, but it looked dope. You know what I mean? Like it looked like a real modern piece. It's, and I love when I know they when create things like that. We're describing this. People are like, how can this be good for so much bad shit to happen? But it's really good. That's what's so crazy. It like, only it is <laughs> it's bad. bad. I mean, it's all but it's bad. so good. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad it is. Like. 
No, it's, it's shout out to Maria Bello. She was in thirteen precincts. She's been in some other movies. Cowboy She's ugly. like the uh, only, I think, American. And well, I think Maya Serfrano. She played Mia. Oh, and then uh, what's his name? Santino. Um, they're the mainly only Americans in this. But I feel like no, Marie- they're all Americans. You're you know talking about I mean, white folks. White folks. <laughs> I think Maria Bello did a good job as the boss she was type perfect. of chick. She was just like, she was man, if this is how rich rich people. Are. She was like, I was like, why do you think I wear sweatpants? You yeah. know, just like, like you're always telling me that rich people never act like they have money. They yeah. always dress yeah, yeah. down. They look bummy as shit. Well, and then she says that same line. Yeah. She's just like, well, it's because it's more. It's like one of these things I think where. They're like, I'm not going to dress for you, you know? Like, who the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. You know, who the fuck is this restaurant? I'm going to come in all stinky, like, from my tennis match mm. and get gourmet food because I'm rich and I can't. Or she's like, why don't you go down there and hang out with the rest of the people? She's like, they don't want to see me down there yeah. getting all, you know, yeah. like, wasted and just, yeah. they don't want to see me. That's why I stay up here. And yeah. <laughs> you're like, I bet you that's how they really do. That's and what they do. She puts on, like, a fake show for them. Dude. And she was balling like yeah. that. She was balling like yeah. that. She was like, yeah, nah. I'm good. It's just a bad move. The fact that they could just stay in a freaking upstairs and not even do anything. Like you're that rich that you're, 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 yeah. you know, like you're not even going downstairs to do nothing. Like most people go out when they vacation, they want to see things. Yeah. I don't know if even rich people like they can just stay in the nice villas. Mm-hmm. They don't even have to leave their like, you I, know, I think the reason why the show was so good is most of the characters were fleshed out and like had like, you know, they're all realistic because they had reasons to be that way. Mm-hmm. I, you know, everybody had a background, you know, except for probably the the thug friends. Oh, yeah. They yeah, were yeah. probably the least fleshed yeah, out. Yeah, they were. I didn't really. But they, like, you could, they could have done without them and yeah, it would have been fine, yeah. but it didn't hurt them. They needed them for like yeah. to throw. Uh, for for know, David, for to, for David yeah. to have like Power. to make that thing. Yeah. yeah. But everybody was just real fleshed out and interesting. And it would, just, I mean, all around great writing. And no spoilers, but one of the best season finales. How I've does? Ever seen. But how does? I mean, it was Steven go from Walking Dead. I haven't really seen him do anything besides that. I don't know if you've seen him in things. Oh, I, Minari, I've I haven't reviewed okay, it on the podcast. Um, Minari is, and Nope, and you said that. I mean, love but Jupiter. I haven't. Nope. I'm going to watch Nope. It's on Amazon Prime. But uh, I'm just going to go from Walking Dead to this because this is all I can put together. And. Uh, he's done he's some like, other stuff too, though. I'm just comparing acting to those two. They're two predominant. Walking Dead is a predominant. He's yeah. he's known for that. But I think he did better acting in this than he did in Walking Dead. Well, yeah, because Walking Dead's writing was stupid. But I'm telling you, go go. I watch- know it's stupid, but at the time, man, like this oh, yeah. dude got known off of it, so it's not yeah. like he's not. You know, people are not going to put two and two together. Like, yo, he was in Walking Dead, right? But, but if you had to put the lines together and like, yeah. But I mean, these they're similar shows in a way, you know. I mean, they're both dramatic, you know. One's a dramatic horror, but he's more versatile and uh, way more versatile in beef. I mean, yeah, I I mean, versatile, like, yeah, Yeah, and Walking Dead, he's everybody's favorite character, yeah, but he plays one type of character, yeah. Or in this one, we see him. Oh yeah, well, I mean, I mean play, well, play you, the the guy that was the lovable can get through anything, and oh, everybody you know, like in that, in that show, like you, he was that guy, like you're like, yeah. But in this one, each episode, he's a different person. Yeah, but watch, <laughs> if you watch Minari, uh-huh. he's the father of like a Korean family mm-hmm. that moves into the U.S. Mm-hmm. and like trying to get money. Same so, thing with that's crazy. Yeah, that movie's amazing, and you know the grandma lives with them. Mm-hmm. That movie's really good. Um or as I said, Minari, wonderful. Watch mm-hmm. that movie. Uh, and then 
And nope, he is another like he's like a charismatic, almost like a bad guy, like mm-hmm. a charismatic, not exactly a villain, but kind of, you know, but he, they're all very different, mm-hmm. you know, like everything he's done. He's so versatile. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, and there's, like, there's shit that I'm not even remembering. That yeah, in that is fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. he's that guy, if you ask mm-hmm. me, like Stephen Yoon is that motherfucker. He definitely aged well, too, because he still looks, looks the same. Great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he still looks the same. It was funny. The flashback was kind of funny, though, when he had oh, the hair. Oh, yeah, because it reminded me of Walking Dead, because that's yeah. the hair he had yeah. in Walking Dead, so it was kind of like, oh. But he did a good job of making him look young in that oh, scene, too, because it was like. fucking sing. Yeah, and he's kind of ripped. Yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't realize he was that kind yeah. of, and, and I was like, damn, what? No, the brother was jacked. <laughs> the brother was jacked, too, but he, but I didn't know he was that, you know, because yeah. you're like. You see him on Walking Dead, he's not ripped at all. It's like oh, yeah. farthest from rip on Walking I don't know if he looks different on Nope or any well, other he's, shows. He's 40 now and I, or something like that. Yeah. I feel like when you're in your 40s and you're an actor, you got you to gotta get jacked. Yeah, he you was know? jacked. You just have to. Yeah, I didn't know if he was preparing for action. You can't <laughs> just have was, a normal body. Yeah, because he was definitely uh, put on He put on some weight uh, for the film because he's definitely filled out. You know what I'm saying? No, his brother was definitely way more ripped than him. His brother definitely was working out. Oh yeah, like a motherfucker. What, I'm trying to see what else he was in. Oh, he is um, Invincible. That show on Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. the animated oh, uh, okay. superhero. He mm-hmm. is the uh, main character's voice in that okay. as well. Because I remember that in Minari came out. And then there's um, hold on, Lee Sunny Jin. He is uh, I'm the showrunner. Hold on, let me see where he is. Beef creator. Oh, the beef creator. He created beef. Oh, okay. Lee Sung Jin. Uh, this guy was a writer for Dave, Silicon Valley, Two Broke Girls. This is his first ever directing. He did Mothman. Director project. Directorial, mm-hmm. directorial debut. And he killed it. Did you watch that? What's that? Mothman? No. I guess he had something to do with that. I mean. It came out in 2010. Oh, no. I mean, I've seen the Mothman prophecies from back in the day. But uh, let's swipe this boy up. I think we, we've exhausted. I'm going uh, four swipes. Me too. That's how good this shit was. 100% four swipe. I mean, just watch it all the way through. It, it just goes down a very dark path. And, it, it's, a, and it, it's almost, it's kind of epic, you know? It expands a long time. I think the craziest scene is, uh, I think it's eight for me, when they're in the uh, Vegas. I think that whole... Yeah. thing to me was that might have been seven or not seven uh i think it was eight it'll it's nine number nine number nine because that's when shit hits yeah, the fan yeah, yeah number nine is number nine because people like yeah. start happening for real yeah. for real like and then you're like Holy this just is clay yeah. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> no. they're like oh no, no. no yeah eight is uh, yo, yeah. someone just you know because no one uh well, it's like eight nine ten are kind of like one sequence yeah yeah about mm-hmm. it. but no small no spoilers but yeah Beef, check that shit out. We need more shit like this. Panty droppers all around. Shoo! Yeah, Naomi, whatever. What, I, I had all of Naomi. them. Just had a bunch of them in there. Okay, next up, um, another great show, great writing, Succession. I just wanted a quick update on that. It had one of the best episodes I've ever seen, and I just want to say that out loud. Um I believe it's episode three has just, I remember kind of wanting more from this season. I didn't really like the start. Second episode was good. But third episode, I'm like, holy shit. 
uh, get the Emmys ready. Um, also, Beef, I think, is going to do its thing at the Emmys as well. It's mm-hmm. going to be tough. It's going to be a tough year. Uh, and it might be one of those things where Beef, because there would be enough, multiple seasons, might win some the next season mm-hmm. as like a kind of a, because this is Succession's last season and Better Call Saul is probably going to be in those Emmys as well. I don't know, but check it out. Uh, it is the third episode of this four season is incredible. One of my favorite episodes I've ever seen from the show. Just want to say that. Get that out there. And we're going to wrap it up. Uh, just kind of an update on Mando. Man. Why Mando? Though, this show has gone off the rails. I know. It used to have a, a more serious tone to yeah. it. It was, I mean, something I used to look forward to. And it's shit, if you ask me. <laughs> it is just bad acting. I watched an episode with my mom. Mm-hmm. And she goes, at the end of it, I didn't even know she was watching. She was like on her computer. And she was like, what was that? And I was like, oh, it's like a Star Wars show. And she was like, ugh. She was like, the acting was kind of, you know, goofy. Mm-hmm. You know, I was like, yeah, it was bad. And it's like, if my mom says the acting's bad, Damn. it's horrible. Man. Because she watches Lifetime movies. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, those are horrible. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. So that just kind of, I was like, yeah. Damn, I was like life. embarrassed. Yeah. I was like, it used to be good. It did. I mean, I'm on episode four or five. I can't remember. And just, I'm not impressed as I was off the last season. Sucks episode to say five that. Episode five is, okay, so Lizzo, my girl, is in the episode. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're your She's fave. just ruining everything. <laughs> you're fave. <laughs> and it's like, I'm trying to like Lizzo, mm-hmm. but then she comes into this and like, she can't act. You know, like. You is can, it obvious? Yeah, it sounds, now Jack Black's in it. He's and, an actor. So. And he does a, a pretty good job, but it. To me, is he out of his element? No, because it's it's just the fact that I think Star Wars. You need to find it's supposed to feel original and like its own world. I don't want to see like actors from other franchises, other shows. I want new people, mm-hmm. you know, and I want to know think of them as those characters, right? You know, and they just keep bringing in these people in Hollywood. And I wanted to use this opportunity to say. That Star Wars, and they have. I know what you were saying. I was like, sell out buddy. I was like, is it sell out buddy? God, fuck. Uh, no. Uh, the show. Man, that's the first show that's ever got one of these. Wow. That's history in the pod. Uh, Mandalorian is sold out. Damn. Or it's like Dave Filoni. They just want to be cool and have these people on, and it's whack. You're You're just killing it. Like you're just taking me out of the universe. I don't even want to be in the Star Wars Damn. universe. I'm looking for another universe. So what do you? How do you? I guess Moon Knight is going to have to save us. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Guardians of the Galaxy comes out. In it a, does look a good, but weeks. that even looks kind of PG thirteen. Do you see almost. the new trailer? Yeah, yeah that doesn't new look. Trailer doesn't at look. first, it gave me the couple of trips. Like, okay, like, yeah. but then they released the other one. I'm like, this one looks like this is when they're like in the suburbs. Yeah, like yeah. this looks like PG thirteen. Yeah. This don't look like no. the last ones. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It. Like, yeah, no, I yeah. didn't. I'm not. I, that killed it. Yeah. Um. Side note: I think I'm gonna go see Mario tonight. That looks good. It's, I heard good reviews. A girl at my job went to go see it. They dressed up in cosplay and everything when, when it first it. came out. Let's she said go. it was everything and then some. So uh, that's, that's she said, it gave background stories on why King Koopa wants princess and tells you everything <laughs> about the mushrooms, how the story yeah. on that. It says, she said it's pretty, 
I pretty mean, good. Shout out to Des, not a listener of the show, but I'll tell her about yeah, it. Yeah, Des, come on. Come on. At least subscribe. Yeah. Like and subscribe. I'll tell her about it. Uh, it's looking to be the biggest movie of the year mm-hmm. with its opening. I think it's already at 350 mil. Yeah. Um, it's looking to be the Top Gun. I mean, I'm an OG Mario. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think everybody kind of is. Yeah, I guess extent. you kind of have to. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. It's a if big you came up video gaming, yeah. you, you are a Mario guy, regardless. Even, even if you're a Sony guy, yeah, you or an Xbox guy, you got to respect. You got to respect it. You know? Yeah, I was. I mean, Mario 64 was my apex for me. I mean, I love that game. And for me, it was probably like Zelda. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Ocarina at time, but I forgot. It's whatever the one is on Nintendo. Right. Uh, That's uh, 64 uh, is the one. Uh, yeah. Mario 64 is the one that when they actually first went all around screen, like it wasn't just a straight shot. Right, right. Oh, yeah. That was oh, a six, no, that, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. The 64 Mario. That's why I said yeah, it. Because that's the iconic level, one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Spooky. At time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's the shit. Yeah. But I'm going to see that shit. Biggest movie of the year. I think one of the guys from almost sunny in Philadelphia is playing the voice. It sounds like someone familiar. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, he's playing Luigi. Yeah. I forgot his name. Me too. Um, but he's Luigi. And then your boy is mm-hmm. Mario. Yeah. I heard the voice. And then apparently Jack Black kills it as Bowser. Okay. So. I mean, Jack Black does good when he's like voiceovers though. He must have so much fucking money. It's yeah. He's disgusting. He's, he's got tenure in this game, bro. Like for real? He's, been, he's been going hard for I need a him minute. To take care of himself. He don't look good. Yeah. He looks like red. It's weird because I think they're playing Bam. They're on like a new, like, uh, you know, his band, Tenacious D. I think they're, they're on a few of these, like, Lava Palooza things yeah, that they got yeah, going yeah, they're on. Torn. Yeah, they're torn right now. It's fun for him. Yeah. They're silly. They're silly. All right. Let's uh, go out. First of all, we want to shout out to all the new listeners. Got it. Net loot, new listeners, I mean, new followers, fine. new plays, you know, you know, thanks for joining the board, this ride that we give you guys for free, you know, um, for free, <laughs> we're going to continue to give you high quality shows and we gave you some good stuff today. Well, mania, that's going to be a must watch for y'all. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Beef, one. that's going to be a must watch for y'all. Ted Lasso still on going mm-hmm. and watching that one. It's good. The new Jake Siegel movie on Netflix I told you about, like, that's going to be a must. Like, yellow. I can't wait to watch uh, You watch some of these shows. I think, <laughs> bless you, you'll probably. I really want you to watch uh, Well Mania because I feel like you'll be like, I, I, I can relate with this. Like, yeah. not like as a person, but like, you know, her, like, you know, just her. Yeah. Like, I think you'll be like, yeah. No, I get it. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I saw, of course, I follow uh, K Trotta. So I saw the making of this, which is weird because Pharrell's in like none of the videos of like making the song, but I guess he had something to do with it. But I'm like, does he not want to be facially a part of it? Because it's. I think he's just. So busy. No, I think he just. I mean, he's. No, I know he's on it, but I'm just saying, like. When the Kitrado was posting videos about the song, like we got a new song, it's just he wasn't in the any of the the videos and stuff, you know. Like even the guy that's rapping on it was like in Kitrado. Hey Lucas, where you could be, you could just mm-hmm. we don't. It's all. Awesome. I mean, well, Pharrell's like new Louis Vuitton men designer, so he's probably like busy. Yeah. Well, I think he just uh, did the uh, the hook lyric. Yeah. Okay. I think he just they sent him the beat probably mm-hmm. in his studio. He was like, here you go. <laughs> Like, great. Yeah. This will get us some listeners. Thanks. 
Fawful like K trying to, it, this is a good scratch for him. I just chose this would be a good scratch. To me, this is just going to be like, I'll, I'll go running to this, mm-hmm. you know. Because it's just a single, right? That's yeah. it. Well, they're doing a whole album. Oh, K-Trana him and them two dudes? Okay. K Tramine. Yeah. I don't really, I mean, I listen to dudes' flows. It's alright. He reminds I mean, me of like, he's sorry. I like the beat. His delivery is good, you know? Yeah. This is, reminds me of a K Trotted track, though. Like, it well, sounds yeah, like a, you know, it. yeah. I love it. But it's uh, it's good, but it's mm-hmm. not great. Yes, yeah. It, no, it's forgettable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what it is. It is what. It, and also, we need to go to a Braves game. Yeah, I've been looking at tickets here soon. I'm like, they're so cheap right now. Oh, they are. Perfect. Yeah. Spring, the spring. I mean, it's preseason. All them shits are cheap right now. Oh, I thought it was on. I mean, it's still preseason. It's oh, yeah. like official season, but no one's. I mean, uh, it's baseball early. plays like 100 and some games. Ain't nobody coming to these first 20, 30 games. Damn right. <laughs> All right, y'all. See ya. Peace. Yeah, bro.